it's time for Talking Jazz. Good evening, welcome to Happy New Year. It's our first yeah. edition of Talking Jazz for the new year. Alema Harrington. We're, cele- we're celebrating by doing it right Look here. This, you and I have dueling vests. You have the and, pockets. And square. we have dueling window pane, pane very wow. subtle window pane. But I don't have the shoes. But you don't have so the shoes. Can we get a shot of his shoes? And because of the shoes, the shoes, which are, these are Donnie's shoes. I call wearing, them Donnie. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's, the, right? The Don I'm Ones Mountain Edition. Those and, are nice. And the pocket square along with the window pane. Okay. I win All right, enough for the, the wardrobe battle. Lots of stuff to talk about because the Jazz are playing great. Before we finish the show, we're going to talk a little bit about David Stern, by the way, the yes. late commissioner of the NBA. We both had uh, times where we yeah. got to visit with him. What an amazing fun. guy. Great guy. Uh, but the Jazz, winners of 9 of 10, playing so well. Lots of great things to talk about. Let's start with your topics. You send us yeah. the list. You always have the topics. And you wanted to start with Joe Ingles. How about the facilitator? 23 assists in his last three games. He went for 10, yeah. 5, and 8 yeah. assists. Look at this. Who knew? Who knew that this guy who was, was known as a three-point assassin, a guy that could knock it down from the three-point range, was going to be capable capable of the the assist that that he has been dropping dimes all over the place, 10 assists, in fact, in the game last night. And if you look at that pick and roll, it was interesting against the Bulls, coached by Jim Boylan, the former uh, Utah coach. But they were allowing the big to just drive to the middle. And, you know, Joe has such a great relationship. We've talked about this over and over. Joe and and uh, um, and Rudy Gobert, um, their chemistry yeah. is fantastic. And so that that allows them, you know, that, that's going to account for maybe three, four assists a game right there. We were also talking last night, and you were talking about Donovan. He, he didn't have a huge mm-hmm. story night, but you said, look at the things he is doing to help yeah. this team. He had nine assists yeah. against the Bulls. So whatever Donnie needs to do is you call him. Yeah. Well, the thing about Donovan Mitchell is he, he has gotten to the point, and, and this is a credit to Donovan Mitchell and to the Jazz, that on the scouting report, you know, for, for the Jazz, you go up against the team, you say, okay, we're going to shut down Giannis or we're going to shut down Harden. You know, teams are looking at the Jazz and say, okay, we are going to shut down Donovan Mitchell. If they're going to beat us, they're not going to beat us with him scoring 30. And so defensively, they come out and they they put themselves in the position defensively to deny Donovan the ball or to put him in bad situations. And he still finds ways to, um, you know, take a look at this pass right here to the outside. And and he finds Yang, finds ways to facilitate. And some guys, even, you know, especially when they're young, right? They're, they're going to continue they to press, yeah. and they're going to continue to try to score. But Donovan showing maturity and being able to, you know, understand what was going on. Let me get the ball to some other guys. And, and the beauty is the Jazz have other guys. Right. Now and, and by the way, some yeah. guys still do that even when they're older. So he's, <laughs> he's picking up good habits uh, in his youth. Yeah. The other thing you brought up to me, and I hadn't really thought that much about this, but you're focusing on every single minute of every single game. <laughs> Bogdanovich scoring. Yeah. You know, he gets, what, 19 yesterday, 17 yeah. in the last week, but he's not shooting that yeah. well and still managing to, to at least get those points for the team. Thurl was talking about a stat for, for Bogey, which was, you know, he has not hit a three-pointer in the first half of a game, and I think this is now uh, going on four games. And, you know, he, he's one of those guys that certainly is capable of that, 
but he has really struggled to put the ball in the basket, especially from long range. His three-point shot has been way off, but he's found other ways to go like to the that, rack like yeah. that and then get to the to the charity stripe. Last night, yeah, you watch the, the game, you think, man, Bogey didn't have a great game. You look yeah, at the final, your final yeah. box score, he led the Jazz in scoring with 19. <laughs> And, and it's, the it's, it's beautiful to be able to have guys like that and that they can score what we would refer to as either an ugly or a quiet 19 right, points. Exactly. We talk about Donovan Mitchell you know, capable of scoring a quiet 25 points in the game. You know, it's really strange to see all the activity the Jazz had uh, a couple weeks ago, yeah. this time of year. We always see yeah. that in February. But they got very active, and we have to talk about Jordan Clarkson. You sent me out some stats, and we've, we've got it for you right here. This is interesting. You've got the numbers yeah. to prove it. Clarkson behind Impactful. only Ron Boone yeah. back in 79. You were there then. <laughs> and Devin Harris, 2011, for the most points scored in their yeah. first three games. Look at yeah. some of the guys. And Jay Crowder, we remember, was yeah. a very impactful player, but Jordan Clarkson's been more impactful than him. Even Jeff Pornasek, who was the missing link, Terry the key Furlow, to the Jazz being able to get, of course, to the uh, – to the uh, to the to the finals a couple of years in a row, um, but Jordan Clarkson, I've been amazed at how quickly he has been able to find his rhythm with the Jazz. And even the first night, he scored nine points the first night, nineteen the, the next night, twenty the night after that. Yeah. And he kind of slowed it back down in the game against the Bulls, but still was in double digits. And he is a guy that that seems like, at least to this point, if you look at his point averages is going to be capable of giving the Jazz double digits off the bench on any given night. And, you know, what the, what kind of guy we refer to as instant offense. And you love that. And look at, you know, it gets in the passing lane. It gets the uh, the steal, then off. Find, finds uh, on the break. And, and he's capable of getting to the basket. The mid-range shot is good. I love this kid. And I love oh, this, yeah, yeah. what happened here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when Moutier came to the Jazz, we're like, I think he's going to be a good fit because he wants to be here. He wants to be coached, right? And same thing with Jordan Clarkson. He, he's a fit because I think he wants to be here. And that's a, that's different. That's good, too. Right? When we're talking about free agents coming to the Jazz, there was a time when nobody wanted to come here. By the way, because you Because of you, you, they're like Dave Fox, no. You do that water dump on Jimmy Butler, <laughs> and he'll throw you off the team. Yes. Because <laughs> it's all about him. Uh, okay, so we've, we've talked about uh, Ru or everyone except Rudy. Right. But really, that's what the world revolves around with oh the Jazz. Oh, my goodness. He has just been amazing. And I'm not going to say quiet yeah. because he makes a noise, but Alema, Rudy is dominating right you now. You know, the, the last year when he was, I think, trying to prove that he had deserved to be the Defensive Player of the Year the year before, um, you know, he, I think he, he had there was like an effort that you saw from him. This year, it's like it's almost natural. This guy walks onto the court, speaking of Rudy Gobert, and, and he's got a fire in his belly right now. And what did, the, what did I call, call it? The three-peat, D-P-O-Y? Yeah. Um, you, you've, you've uh, don't you, have, well, have you see, already I, secured that no, legally? I haven't, well, three-peat, I mean, I'm going to have to go through Pat Riley 
to get that. Oh, yeah. But DPOY, you know, it's, it looks like it's pretty open. That's, that's uh, maybe huge. we'll just do two different t-shirts. You'll have to buy them both. Oh, that, but that's marketing right I, there. I'll tell you, Rudy Gobert, and especially in that game last night against the Bulls, down the stretch, they needed yeah. some big plays from him. And, and they got him. And, and same thing in, in you know, these recent games, the win over Detroit. And, and he comes up with these big block shots. Um, and, and the Bulls had nothing to do with Oh, man, it's, it's yeah. just so it's much fun, fun to watch him play. Well, you know what? That's perfect transition into this week's edition of Jazz Bites because we're talking a little bit about him. It's presented by Kimball Roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Here's Donovan Mitchell on his buddy, the big man, Rudy Gobert. Jazz Bites. Presented by Kimball Roofing and Repairs. You know, he's he's starting to find out, like, you know, how, like, I think, not starting to, but, you know, he's playing like the dominant force, you know, we always know, you know, sometimes, you know, I think sometimes he kind of gets caught in between, and when he's decisive and just goes up there and just tries to punish people on both ends, you know, he turns into the all-star that he is, and, um, you know, nights like this, and then who do we just play? I think Detroit did the same thing, like, he's, 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 uh, he's playing at a really high level right now. Yeah, I don't think anybody will ever realize how valuable he is to this team. Uh, you know, the fact that he's just a... Uh, a big, big man down there that is just protecting the rim and not only anchoring our whole defense. I mean, we go as he goes, especially on the defensive end. So he's extremely valuable to us. You saw that in the last couple minutes of the game. We know when there's not a lot of time left, we have to come together as a team, defensively and offensively. So we knew it was a big stretch, and we just try to, you know, make the most of it defensively. Yeah, how did you guys come together tonight? Coach was commenting on he was really pleased with the way you guys rallied. I think we just stay together. You know, we we got down 10 or 12 points uh, in the third. We didn't panic. We just kept, you know, kept guarding and and kept moving the ball offensively. And you know, we we grinded it out and we we're about to get a win against uh, uh, I think a tough team. You know, you, you go back to to the comments that that you heard uh, first off from Donovan Mitchell and. What we're seeing right now is a more confident Rudy Gobert. Like he realizes that, that he has this, this ability to be, I mean, heads and shoulders at times better than the other players on the court, certainly the big men. You see this game against Detroit when he's going uh, up, up head to head against another one of the, the you know better Drummond, big men yeah. in the league. And so takes that very personally. Love that two-handed dunk and finishing with some, some force right there in the game against the Bulls. The other thing that that um, I think is really impressive that we're, we're getting from Rudy Gobert right now is his ability to kind of mentor slash tutor Tony Bradley. Yeah, exactly. And, and he's yeah. teaching Tony how to stay out of foul trouble and letting him know like, hey, you know, you've you're got long arms, just get your arms up there. And if they get the shot over you, then, then congratulate them and let them go. But most times, they're not going to be able to get over that. Just, you know, make sure you go straight up. And I just, I was impressed from that, you know, maturity that we're seeing from, from Rudy, his willingness to mentor the next right. guy. And Tony Bradley, yeah. by the way, their, their faith in him is the reason why they made some of these recent yeah. trades. Uh, by the way, one of my favorite Malone dunks ever is a two-handed dunk. I'm with yeah. you on that. That's just, there's something ferocious about it. Uh, all right, let's take a look at the schedule. Time to look at it. Jazz still have two more on this road trip. Orlando, they're in about the eighth spot in the East, by the way. Saturday. Which doesn't, which by the way, the, the eighth spot in the East still it means doesn't even get yeah, you, yeah. you're not even close to 500 here in your record. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
And then the Pelicans, who are not good, they're near the bottom. Well, the Pelicans Western. have been on a little bit of a run. They have, they, yeah, so they, they, they might be a, a force to contend with. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, two, <laughs> two at home after that, including the Knicks and Hornets. You want to uh, back those two teams no, up? No, okay, no, good. I'm going to let that one and slide. And then they head back east again, <laughs> by the way. But I guess you could say this is what is being referred to as the softer part yeah. of their schedule. Would you agree be- with that? Yeah, as they be- head to because of the teams that are under 500, right? And, you know, Thurl Bailey, my broadcast partner, always quick to point out, hey, the teams under 500 sometimes are the toughest ones to play because they're the ones that are hard to get up for. Um, you know, you, you could say that about the Chicago Bulls or the Detroit Pistons. Give the Jazz credit because Don, Donovan mentioned this in his postgame remarks. They were down 11 at one point in that game against the Bulls. Yeah. And it's the first game of the road trip, first game of the new year. You're coming off, you know, the holidays. And it'd be easy to say, hey, let's pack it up, pack it in. Let's, you know, we'll, we'll get ready for Orlando. They didn't do that. And they, they got, you know, back into the game and had a nice run. And Joe Ingles a big part of that run yep, with exactly. his assists and his shots. And uh, they got back in the game. They won it. All right, uh, closing note here. David Stern, mm. the commissioner of the NBA for many, many years, 30 years, yeah. uh, passed away recently. I know we both have had a couple of opportunities. One quick memory I'll share with him. And this is interesting because he, I, don't, you don't, I don't think you'd get this now yeah. with Adam Silver. He did a, a live interview with me in a 6 o'clock yeah. sportscast before a jazz game, which just doesn't happen. Very gracious, came up, was very nice about it. Last question I asked him, and he didn't know I was going to ask it because they want, they, sometimes they want to know. Yeah, they, they do. They want to list the questions they want to know. You got to give it to their handler and all those things. Yeah. Right. You remember Dan Sheldon, by the way. He and yeah. I were talking about this, a former yeah. reporter. He says, hey, ask him this one. And I said, yeah, I will do this. So I said, hey, Commissioner, would you guys ever consider reinstating the organized handshake at the end of games? <laughs> you know, instead of just. Yeah. You know, oh, that's and a he great paused. question. He actually. looks at me that's and he's a like. great question. He says, that, it's what he said. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, he's going to be. He said, that is, that's a good question. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. They never did it. Yeah. But still, he was very gracious about it. I, I really enjoyed him. Yeah, you, you and I have worked uh, local sports here in this market for a long time, 20-plus years now. And, you know, you think about the opportunities that we have had as local sports guys, right? Normally, you don't get a lot of access to some of the no. big names. But he right? treated but, as well. But he was always willing and gracious in, in his time and, and, you know, giving interviews. And like you said, you know, just the, you, you, he knows that this is the beauty of David Stern. He knows the TV business. He knows how important it is to get that broadcast to the local media. So he's going to jump on the local media shows like, you know, channel, any Channel 2 sports program. He's going to come on because he knows, like, that's my local market. And those are the guys that we want to endear ourselves to. And so he was very competent when it came to right. understanding the power of media. And look what he did. He yeah. took the game worldwide. And by Incredible. the way, he loved the organization here. Yes. He loved the Miller family. Still, to, you know, to the, his last days, yeah. had great respect for Gail yeah. and what they've done. Ernie, I think even uh, Adam Silver does as well. So yeah. he, he will be missed. Just wrapping up, talking jazz with Lemma Harrington. Jazz playing so well, winners of 9 of 10. I think uh, they're going to continue to make yeah. a little hay right now. Happy New Year. Did you, are you a resolution guy? You, I'm, no, I'm not. I don't not typically. My, you know, my, my dad was. He was one of those guys. that. Al Harrington have, from Al Hawaii Five-0. Father, Hawaii Five-0. You can watch it on CBS, yeah. of course. And, and uh, he's on the new Hawaii. The character is yeah. Mamo. Mamo. Know, make sure you watch out for him. But he always <laughs> made sure, dude. like, hey, you guys need to make lists of, like, I want to know what you're going to accomplish this year. 
And so, so when I got when I got out from under the roof, you no like, list. No more. <laughs> I'm not doing any more resolutions. <laughs> oh, I bought a Peloton because I was did gonna, you? I was going to tr try to work out. I haven't even fired yeah. it up yet. Yeah. So that's, somebody that's told me the only that's, way that works is if you actually get yeah. on it. <laughs> well, you, maybe you can just hook oh. up your Netflix on and just watch and just TV. Sit there? Just yeah. sit there and watch All TV. Right. <laughs> I'm going to wrap up with a little uh, social media. Combo. Okay. Thanks, Alema. Yeah. That wraps do up it. this We're edition of Talking Jazz. We'll see you next time. <laughs> you on the Peloton. I can just see you. <laughs>